where I give you strategies and tips for entrepreneurship, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. Happy new month. We are in the month of March. And for this month, our theme is going to be healing. Healing is a necessary part of becoming your full self because trauma and hardship and difficulties is an inevitable part of being human, right? And healing gives you the opportunity to walk through life without the pain of the past. If you don't heal all of these inevitabilities that I just discussed, the things that happen in life will continue to trail behind you and follow you and pretty much just mess up your whole situation because you're constantly dragging them around as you go. And healing is also a journey. For me, I've really taken my healing journey and divided it into five sections. And for the rest of this month, I'm going to break down each individual se section of the healing journey the way I see it and the way that has really helped me to know where I am and how to get to whatever part I need to get to next to ultimately get to the end and be in a place where I feel healed, whole, and able to move on past the things that have been happening in my life. So this week, we're going to start off with the moment that the healing journey really starts. And the healing journey starts when things start to fall apart. It starts, at least for me, at the crumble. I'd even go as far as to say that it starts before things even start to fall apart. Because if you look at it objectively and you really assess the issues that you go through, when you look back at it, things have probably been crumbling for a while, unfortunately. Maybe little cracks, maybe little issues, things that you brushed off like, oh, this is not a big deal. I can look past this. This is not going to affect anything. But when you really take a look at the moment things crumble and from that place of being in the midst of the rubble, when you look back at those things, you start to realize the magnitude that they did have in causing things to get to that place where they actually do fall apart and they crumble. So the first time I noticed this healing journey, like this path in my life and the crumble that happened, it was in my relationship that I had a few years ago that ended badly. Like I think that relationship was really what, because of the way I was feeling in the midst of going through that breakup, it caused me to be very, very critical and assess the path that I was on. One, because I wanted to get the heck out of it. And two, because I started to notice patterns throughout my whole life, right? So when I was in that moment, and I looked back after things had crumbled, I realized that the whole foundation on which the relationship stood wasn't balanced. So I could see that the cracks started the moment that foundation was laid. And it was like, we were building on top of a broken foundation and it pretty much ended up being the leaning tower of Pisa. But instead of it staying together, it literally toppled over and fell into nothing. Right? So I like to think of the crumble that period when things fall apart as information. And this information is what you use throughout the healing journey. There are many times where things go so bad that we just want to avoid them, not look at them, act like they never happened. But doing this actually hinders your capacity to heal because there are some stuff within the rubble that are absolutely necessary for you to take heed of, to notice, to see, and to 
take out of it. Like there are some good stuff within that space, right? And if you just decide that you're not going to look at it, I'm going to act like this never happened and move past it. You're going to continue to take some unnecessary parts of that that crumble with you. You're going to take some of that trauma with you. Things that you should have let go of because you've never actually acknowledged them, you are going to end up taking those things with you and dragging them along and not only hindering yourself, but also, as I've talked about in the past, dragging that residue into situations with new people and making it difficult for yourself to move on. Right? So I have five tips for you to do when you experience the crumble. So for my example, the crumble was the moment that that breakup happened. Like the moment he was like, I don't want to be with you no more. That was when things crumbled. Even though, as I said, I've been seeing that this was inevitably where we were leading to, but that definitive moment where you can say without a shadow of a doubt, this is what happened. That is really where the crumble starts. So these five tips are to help you really make the best of a bad situation and gain what you need to gain out of that crumble situation. So the first tip is to sit in it for a bit. This might seem uncomfortable. It might seem counter counterintuitive because if you think about a building crashing down, people are running away from it. But when your life and situations in your life come crashing down and you end up in a situation that now requires healing, there's something to be said for being still in that moment. Sometimes we get so hyper-focused on fixing, like filled with rage. But if you take a moment to really just sit down and bask in it, feel the emotions that are present in it, allow yourself to be still instead of just moving, it not only settles your spirit, but it also strengthens you in a way that you're not going to start running on wobbly legs. You're going to be able to muster yourself up, take a moment to decide what you need to do. And then from that place, you'll be able to step forward and move and make more clear-minded decisions. Another tip is to mourn what was. When we experience a crumble, and we're in a situation now that requires us to heal. The reason why that crumble is painful is because the experience you were in had some type of value to you. Like we don't care about things falling apart that we didn't have any skin in building, right? So take a moment to mourn. Even if this crumble is for the best, even if this separation is for the best, even if this loss is for the best, that doesn't mean that a part of you won't be sad at the fact that it's ending. You're, you will be sad about the fact that it's ending and that's absolutely okay. It's not a moment to have guilt. It's not a moment to demonize yourself. Give yourself grace. Loss is loss. Even the loss of something bad leaves a void in your life. Yes, it might eventually be filled with something better, but in the moments where it still is empty, that gaping availability of space that was once filled with something that you held of value will leave you feeling some type of pain. And that's not something to feel bad about. I remember logically thinking this is one of the best things that could happen to me because I don't want to be with someone who doesn't care about me while also being ridiculously sad at the fact that this person would no longer be in my life. And this is not an or situation. It's an and situation. And the sooner you lean into the fact that it's an and situation, the easier it will be for you to move past it. Because if you try to deny these feelings of sadness and mourning that you're experiencing, 
one day in the future, they're going to come knocking on your door like, hey, I'm still here. And then you'll find yourself having to come back to this place and redo the morning because you tried to ignore it and push it away in the moments that you were experiencing it. The next tip is to ask yourself, how did it fall apart? You know, we're looking at the crumble, we're looking at the rubble, but getting clarity in the midst of that will really help you as you move forward in your healing process. There are things that cause this to fall apart. As I said, the crumble doesn't start at the moment things fall apart. It usually starts when there were cracks in the foundation that maybe we decided to ignore, brush off, or deny their reality or the extent to which they would have an effect on us. But really looking back and seeing and noticing those cracks will give you clarity. It, it will still hurt. It might even hurt more because there'll be this part of you that'll be like, what the heck that was happening this whole time and I was out here playing dumb or being naive. There will be some of that, but mourn that. Mourn the fact that you didn't see things clearly. Mourn the fact that you took yourself lightly. That's all a part of the mourning phase, but also give yourself clarity in that moment to, to understand why things fell apart. Look at the patterns, notice these patterns, because in the crumble, you're going to gather information. It's just like when those, um, like CSI people go to, um, a crime scene and they walk through the crime scene. And even if it's a fire, they can see where that fire initially started. Although where it started isn't, isn't necessarily the biggest deal if the whole house burned down, but seeing that point of impact, seeing where the ignition like where the fire was ignited can tell you a lot about the situation that took place. Although maybe that little piece of that little tiny candle that tipped over and fell seemed like a tiny moment, but what tipped that candle over? Right. And yet, and how did that little moment turn into a blaze that now turned into something being destroyed? Right. So give yourself the opportunity to sift through the rubble, see the mistakes you made, see what you did and give yourself clarity on like, what made this unsuccessful? Because if we don't want to continue to repeat patterns over and over, figuring out what made a situation unsuccessful will help us not to just keep repeating the same thing at the end of the day. And that's not what we want to do, right? Like healing is a necessary part. Pain is an inevitable part of life, but there is such thing as in, um, unnecessary pain, the type of pain where you keep, you haven't learned your lesson. So you keep spinning back around and repeating the same thing over and over until you pull that lesson out. So that's what we're doing here in the crumble. And another question, another tip is to ask yourself, what is hindsight showing me? This kind of goes into the other one, but like, it's really where you reflect on the situations that took place. Things have crumbled. Now you are blessed with the gift of 2020 hindsight vision. So really take a look back, take a look back and say, what is hindsight showing me, right? Like the first, the one right before this was, why did things fall apart? But what hindsight is showing you is not always just about things that fell apart. It's also what, what was the best parts of me that I brought to this situation? Like, what are the things that I love about myself that I would want to do again? What were the good moments in this situation? Like what lessons did it teach me? What, what are the pieces of information that I will add to my good roster and my ba bad roster, right? And you can do that from this place because you get to literally step back from your situation and have an overhead view of everything that happened from beginning to end and really just take the pieces throughout the timeline that you find beneficial to yourself. 
And the final tip is to ask yourself, where were the cracks that I didn't notice or that I ignored? As I said, things start to crumble. Things start to crumble before they fall apart. And there are those cracks that we denied or we allowed, but asking ourselves, what are the things that we ignored will really give us a deeper look into who we are and some of our patterns as well, right? I know that I have the tendency when I really care about somebody to minimize the impact of the things that they do that hurt me. So if they do something that I find offensive, that I find painful, because I care about them, I am less inclined to tell them how they hurt me. One, because that awkward conversation is one that I don't usually like to have. And two, because I don't want to hurt them. And I feel like telling them things that are their flaws could hurt their feelings. Because sometimes when people tell me things that are my flaws, it hurts my feelings. So I know that what happens with that situation is that over time, I begin to resent them. I have seen a pattern in myself of staying silent on things, but not truly fully letting them go. And then there'll come a moment where somebody will do something. And based on the grand scheme, it's tiny. But when compiled upon every other thing that I have kept to myself and I haven't expressed, it's huge. So then instead of them getting a small reaction, they get the compilation of all of the reactions that I have been holding back for so long. And that's not fair. And I know that that is one of the cracks in relationships that I create. Yes, when we're healing, there are things that are other people's fault, but there's also that necessary moment of saying, how have I been the author of my own destruction? What are the things that I have done that have not been beneficial to the situations that I, at? what are the things that I have done that have not been beneficial to the situations that I find myself in? Even if all of the weight, all of the, the issues are not your own, there is something to be said for self awareness and the ability to be able to step back and say, what are my faults and how can I see these patterns, these cracks within not just other people, but myself and ensure that I patch them up accordingly so that I don't continue to do the same thing as I move forward. Right? So this is the first part of the healing journey. It's where you look at the mess, the disaster, things are messy. They're, they're disheveled, but within that disaster within the mess, within the discomfort, there is so much information and it becomes your responsibility to pull out the information by sitting in it, by mourning, by clearing your mind and preparing yourself for the rest of the journey. This is the foundation on which healing, in my opinion, is birthed. And if you don't do it right, you're going to build another cracked foundation. And when you're on that healing journey, there's going to be a moment where things just crumble again because you ignored some parts of this necessary foundation of seeing how, why, and what things fell apart within whatever situation you are healing from. So next week, we'll move on to the next part of this healing journey Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to like, don't forget to review, don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Healing is something that we are all going through. So this series is one that I feel will benefit us on many levels. Some of us are healing from personal trauma. Some of us are healing from relational trauma. Some of us are healing from business woes and just things in our life that 
happen outside of us, right? So I know that this series will be one that everybody can find a way to relate to. So I would really appreciate it if you would share it with somebody you know and help me to get this message out and do the work that I'm here to do. So have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.